Good evening, everyone. This is Trill Salsa, aka Travis Ross, Big Daddy Ross, uh, and we're gonna. I was watching the Last Dance off ESPN, and I was looking into it. This reminded me who are my top three goats of all time in the NBA. This is just me. This is going like Michael, MJ, Kobe, and LeBron James, who's still active, but some way who oh he's gonna close out his career on a good note. That's all I'm gonna say. And the things I want to start off with this is saying that Michael Jordan was a motherfucking dog. I tell you that right now. Imagine though, imagine this. I tell you how good he was, dog. The man grew. Somewhere in high school, right? You cut the man freshman year from high school, right? Only to end up playing three years of high school basketball. And then going on to one of the greatest basketball colleges of all time with North Carolina and all that shit. But here's the thing that can, there's the thing that has me baffled though. Why would you cut the nigga in high school? Like, what, 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 we never, like, imagine this. You cutting one of the greatest NBA players of all time in high school just because of something. Shit. LeBron ain't get cut. Kobe ain't get cut. But the way I see it, cutting Michael Jordan in high school, oh, that gave that nigga that drive. Well, it filled him. It definitely filled him, though, like a bitch, though. But the one thing I'm going to say is this. I was watching that documentary. Michael Jordan didn't give a fuck if it hurt your feelings. He was going to ball out. The fact that he was trying to come and play with a broken foot like that, I'm like, bro, this shit is crazy. Now, granted, the style of play back then was different. And, yeah, niggas are going to say, oh, he's playing against the counters and all that stuff. But it's basketball. The style of play is always going to... It's always going to change, man. Shit, one day you could be playing against accountants. One day you could be playing against Super Saiyan niggas. It's basketball. It's sports in general. Come on, man. Get over it, y'all. Get over it. Like, people always say, oh, Jordan wasn't always that great because he played against accountants and white guys that look like plumbers. Shit. That's the thing that I can say. All I'm going to say is this. Jordan had the greatest legacy in NBA basketball. That's one thing to start things off with. This nigga was really out here ball, balling. Like, I'm like, dog, you drop. You, you lead a team in the playoffs, right? Um, you, with a 30-52 and 52 record. Nigga, you do that today in today's NBA, you get a, you guaranteed to get a lottery pick and shit. The fact that this nigga went off 49 points in the first game against Boston already stacked as... Boston team. Niggas had Kevin McHale, Larry Bird, all that shit. And then you got um and you got Bulls. I mean, you, you look at the team, I'm just like, damn. All all I can remember off the top of my head at that time was just MJ. 49 points in the first game at Boston at the Boston Garden. Second game, 63 points, lost in overtime. Well, when you see that going on, it's feeling him. It's feeling him. I ain't gonna lie. Imagine playing with that nigga. That, but that's the thing, though. With Michael Jordan, though, this nigga was going to let you hear it. Like, he ain't give a fuck if he hurt your funds, none of that, all that stuff. He was going to let you hear it. He was talking about, I want to win, motherfucker. I don't care how you feel. I want to win. Shit. Pretty much tied all, all time in a scoring percentages, averaging 30.1 points per game across his career. I'm like, bro, this nigga retired three times. Three times. 
and his longest layoff. Oh, his longest layoff was two years. Ain't want him in Chicago. He didn't want to go back to Chicago. Finished out his career in Washington. Out of those seasons, averaged 22.9 points per game. And in his final season, averaged 20 points per game. And that nigga's touching 39.40. I'm like, bro, this is crazy as hell. Ain't no way in hell I'm a little old-ass nigga come over there and do that. But he did it. Like I said, he had the greatest legacy of all time. Like, when he came out, this nigga came out the gate swinging. Like... Like, he just came out the gate swinging. He's like, oh, shit, I'm ready to ball. I'm like, if, because I'm like, I know he's going to win rookie of the year. And the way my dad was talking about him, I'm like, damn, that growing up, I was like, damn, dad, this dude was the truth. I'm like, the fact that he was able to three-peat when he finally got a supporting cast and all that stuff, 91, 92, 91 season, 92 season, 93 season, a little break, all that stuff, you know, came back, you know, all this and that. Came back again. Does that shit again. And I'm just like, I'm like, bro, this is crazy. Like, there's no way in hell that would happen, though, nowadays. If someone tried to take a retirement and come back and do it, you can't do that in today's NBA. That's how, however, I will say it. You can't do that shit in today's NBA. Like I said, the style of the NBA has evolved, though. But that's just crazy, man. It's just like, all I'm going to say is this. If if you put Michael Jordan into that same situation today, this is just, don't, don't, don't criticize me. I, I might be trolling. Maybe I, maybe I will. If Michael Jordan had retired like he did today in this NBA style, he wouldn't come back averaging that much points, so again, he wouldn't. He'd probably get about like 18, 19 points a game after that layoff. But the fact that this nigga, after he retired to go play golf and play baseball, I ain't gonna lie, he wasn't that good playing in the minors. He's just like, oh shit, let me go back to playing basketball and all that stuff. Got the shoe on, Jordans and shit, all locked up and all this and that. Like, what the fuck? And it's just like, I, I remember reading the story about him. He was talking about, oh, this rookie was calling out Jordan and all this and that. The fact that Jordan, who was retired at the time, came back to humble this young man. And he was like, oh, don't bother me for this shit again. And I'm just like, damn, I would not let a nigga who was retired and this humble me like that. I'm just like, what the hell? I, I would have just took my L... I, I wouldn't be trying to call it no, no wise dude like that and all that stuff. Well, let me not say watch. I'm talking about a dude who is pretty much retired and all that stuff. And here's the thing, though. No, I'm going to say this right now, though. The nigga, though, I respect his legacy, but let me dig in, though. And this is just a little sidebar to go with it. Michael Jordan actually had a good coach. Throughout his career. When they really wanted to start winning all that stuff. He actually had a good coach. Phil Jackson. And all that stuff. I, I All I can say is this. If LeBron would have had a good coach. To start things off with his career. I, I guarantee he would have more rings than. He would have more rings than he did as now. Um, to be honest though. 
I'm going to say that though. Because there's another part that feeds into it. MJ and Kobe had coaches, had great coaches when they won those rings. LeBron, granted, he got his first ring in Miami, of course. Mind you, Eric Spoelstra was still a, he was a good coach, though. However, I'm going to say this, though. Pat Riley was in that system also. That's the one thing I'm going to say, though. Pat Riley was helping running operations with that and all that shit. MJ was going to let you hear it. LeBron, you know, could we say he was a GM? Could we say he was? I think he's a GM. Uh, Low-key GM and all that. So he was like, oh, trade this nigga. Trade him. MJ MJ and Kobe, that was going to hurt your feelings. LeBron was going to, I think LeBron would hurt your feelings. Either it was going to be in trade or some shit like that. But at least LeBron was going to take you out to eat or something like that. Take you out to eat, dinner, all that shit. Because all I'm going to say is this with that documentary. I hope all these men, like where I've seen MJ's documentary, I want to see Kobe, God rest his soul in peace, get his documentary, and LeBron. All them niggas. They deserve it. That's going to be in the top three of all time and all that stuff. But when people go ahead and try and disrespect MJ's legacy, like, oh, oh, he was playing against them and all that. Man, fuck you. Shit. He has the right to say that. He he helped revolutionize the game just when the NBA was starting to peak with David Stern and all of them and that. Stop playing hater, man. Shit. Like, people are saying, oh, I would have did the same thing back then. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, them dudes look like accountants, but them dudes could still ball, though. You talking about you could put up the same numbers against them dudes. Hell no, you would have got what? And you know it, too. For a fact, all I can say is this. I will even go on to say this. MJ, yeah, he was balling then, but once he went ball, shit, that nigga really start balling. I can say the same thing for Kobe. Nigga damn near went ball to LeBron. Bring your hairline on the glory. The hairband, yeah, you lost the headband. You gotta lose the hair, bruh. You got to. Do it for do it for the kids. Do it for little Pookie. Do it for all of them. I I mean, yeah, he's peaking, but if you wanna get that last ring and rock into the sunset, go ball, dog. I'm telling you, go ball. And then let's look at Kobe now. All I'm gonna say is this. Cole out of LeBron, MJ, and Kobe. Me, Kobe had the slowest start to his NBA career, though. But here's the part that here's the part that says though. You can thank the Charlotte Hornets for being some birds and actually trading that pick to the Lakers so they can get Kobe. MJ, look at look at that draft. Sam Bowie and then MJ. I feel like we wouldn't have heard the MJ story if he would have went to Portland. Yeah, he would have bought out, but we have seen a three-peat. Nope. He would have got a ring, but would we have seen this the two three-peats? No, we wouldn't, though. We we honestly wouldn't, though. Kobe, all I'm going to say is this. Them niggas, that's the last three-peat we've seen up to date. At least when things were starting to find out, sort out for Kobe and all that stuff, he was balling. I, this dude was balling. He got rid of some MVPs. Yeah, we're going to say that, though. But as soon as I seen Kobe, when it was my growing up seeing Kobe, boy, I said, oh, shit. This dude was already impacting the shoes. Let me ask you this. 
when you shot a paper ball into a basket or something, niggas is yelling Kobe. I don't see nobody yelling Jordan. I don't see nobody yelling LeBron. I, I, I don't know. That's how much it is. Out of that, out of those three, I think Kobe, Kobe was the better basketball player. Jordan had the legacy. LeBron is the better athlete, though. But when it comes to players, I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna go with Kobe for the clutch. He has so much clutch ass moments. I can't remember him. It's so much. It's so many damn ones to remember. Like I seen this. Like I'm looking at it across right now. I'm just like, damn. Uh, the scene of teams I had, and this is the part that killed me. Well, not killed me, but LeBron. Like I said, his coaching situation. Kobe had, get this, Phil Jackson when it came to getting those rings. Like, come on, man. Be real, though. Same dude that coached MJ helped Kobe get his rings, too. Kobe had Shaq in those first times of the rings. Now, that situation got ugly when Shaq had got traded to Miami and all that shit, but Kobe was going to ball either way. Like, shit, it's just going to be me and all that stuff. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Kobe was a team player. That nigga passed the ball and all that shit like that. But out of those three, I would want LeBron to run my point guard. Nigga would would at least try to get everybody involved in all that stuff. But with Kobe, I don't know. Everybody want to say he was a ball hog and all that shit. I'm like, nah, he ain't no ball hog. But when Kobe has that mama instinct, all that nigga was going to get, he was going to eat. I remember that 81-point game he had. Jalen Rose blocked me on Twitter, by the way, for that. Because I kept saying, what's 27 times 3? 81, and I got blocked after that on that BS. I don't care if I hurt his feelings. Shit. And all I'm going to say is this. When I watched that last game, like his last season's dude was playing hurt. I remember he tore his Achilles, made his free throws, exited the game. And I ain't going to lie. His last few seasons, I'm just like, damn. It, it just hurt to see Kobe like that. But in his last game, I tuned into that shit. Niggas dropped 60 points. Rolf out to the sunset in the retirement, all that stuff. Now, how many NBA players, you know, that could win a Grammy? Sorry, sorry, Grammy, Oscar, whatever it was, all over that. That nigga really solidified his status outside of the ring. And out of those three players, I would want Kobe to coach me. That's what I'm going to say. Kobe, LeBron, MJ. I don't trust MJ as an owner because I ain't going to lie. You let Kimba go. You let motherfucking Kimba Walker go because you ain't want to help solidify that man with pieces. Shit. Like, like, come on, man. At least Kobe's going to try to help you eat and all that stuff. And LeBron, he's going to be a good GM. He's already still a GM as an active player and all that stuff. But that'll be another conversation for another day. Like, Kobe's been solidified as that status. And even though LeBron passed him up and scoring... Kobe was humble about it and all that stuff. He ain't going his feelings. He ain't do none of that and all that shit. I ain't, but here's the thing that'll go back to it, though. With the pieces I've seen that Kobe, MJ, and all that, and LeBron, I ain't gonna lie. LeBron would help. He would actually help me look good, even if I was to enter the game and all that shit. You could just be like, hey, if you miss, you miss. My my five foot eight ass playing with LeBron, I'm I'm saying shit. Here, nigga, you got the ball. Like I'll probably run the back door screen and all that shit. 
I could be, but I ain't gonna run point. I'd be like a second point guard or a shooting guard in that system. But I'm a ball either way with whoever you put me with. It's just like it's just like that was a dog, man. Like I seen that status when LeBron would just well Kobe would just wake up that early in the morning to go hoop. Get his workouts in and all that stuff. And even though the teams he was with were ass down the stretch, and it was going to eat. Like, the one thing that I wanted to see was I never got to see them play in person. And that, But the fact that I got to see them play on TV, it was just like, dog, this is poetry in motion. The fact that I got to see MJ and Kobe go against each other in MJ's last days in the league, it was just amazing. It really was like that shit was just beautiful. It was like it was like taking a wonderful sauna trip and you getting the works at the spa and all that shit. But I will even go on to say this. Out of those three, LeBron could pick me up on his team. I would I would honestly get a ring. Shit. I looked at the teams the especially back in Cleveland. Like, this nigga really got a ring besides Kyrie. And Kevin Love, be be honest, man. Like off that roster, besides, come on now, be realistic. You got yeah, Tristan Thompson, that Badger-looking motherfucker, Matthew Dovadova, and all that shit. Come on, look look at the rest of the team, man. Like look at the rest of the team. Hell, even the Bulls were more stacked than the 2016 Cavs. Hell, even though even the, uh, but this is the good part though. The Lakers squad with with that 2010 championship, well, excuse me, when they got them rings, though, right? You look at it, that 2009-2010 squad and all that. I I don't think it was stacked like that compared to the Bulls and all that. And I, and I still think about it, though. You got the, two, you got the 2001 Lakers, the 19... 19- 96 Bulls, and then you got the 2012 Heat. But here's the part, though, that kills me about it, though. Like, when I look into their legacies and all that, all these men, they ain't got shit else to prove. They ain't got to justify nothing. Look at the stats, my nigga. Look at the fucking stats. Then we'll talk about all that shit. Everybody want to talk about this. All I'm going to just say is this. Style's gonna change every time. Like LeBron's played through the LeBron's played in the 2000s, 2010, and then the 2020s. And I wanted to see what LeBron was gonna do in his first playoff series in the West. Like everybody's talking about, oh shit, wouldn't have been the same if LeBron was in the West in his early parts of his career and all that shit. But when you look at it, all I'm going to say is, let's just go back to MJ. I mean, yeah, things was going on back early into his career. I mean, yeah, he came out the gate balling. Yeah, he came out with a mission. Like, he had that streak and all that stuff. Kobe, like I said, he came out. Out of this, Kobe came out the slowest. But we all see how how that part of his career was starting to turn out. But let's look at LeBron, the only active player out of the three still. One of the, I think, the most hyped out of hyped up person out of high school. Like, shit, I'm looking at his highlights from the school he went to, and I'm just like, don't go to college. Don't let this man go to college and all that stuff. Like, don't. 
Like, honestly, realistically, this dude has to go to the NBA. And as soon as everybody knew he was going to go to Cleveland, he was a home homeboy from Ohio and all that stuff. And to be honest, it was in his destiny to go. It was in his destiny to go to the Cavs. But it's a part. Yeah, they missed the playoffs. But look at the coaches. But look at the coaching culture he had over there in Cleveland. And across the NBA, Paul Silas, Mike Brown. Then you go back to Miami, Eric Spolstra. Spolstra, excuse me. But you got Pat Riley at the helm. So, you know, shit was going to be okay. And then he leaves Miami. Then you go back to Cleveland with David Blatt. I pref- I would have preferred they would have kept David Blatt in Cleveland over Tyron Lue. Tyron Lue just looked like a fucking deer in headlights, though. And when I looked at LeBron's highlights from his rookie year, I'm just like, oh, shit. The NBA don't fucked up. Well, I mean, excuse me. The NBA ain't fucked up. But that division LeBron's in, them niggas don't fucked up. His first time going, but here's the part, though. They count on an 18-year-old rookie. You got veterans already on the team and shit to lead them to the promised land. And it's just like, and I'm thinking, I'm like, bro, it won't be long before LeBron goes to his finals. 2007, he makes it to the finals. Yeah, them niggas get swept by the uh, Spurs and all that. Well, the teams, the fact that he made it to his finals in his fourth year, like at a faster pace, well, no, no. Let me let me take that back. Let me let me let me retract that back. Cause Kobe was able to repeat earlier in his career and all that. But when you look at LeBron, yeah, look at the teams he's had to work with. Like I'm not gonna lie, out of all the teams he's been to the finals with, the Miami Heat team was more stacked. It's like shit. It was like like I said, it was also poetry in motion. You had. Like, everybody talked about the iconic image with D-Wade, Chris Bosh, and all that. Niggas was literally fucking around. It was just like, hey, LeBron, out of all them, LeBron was able to have fun with all them, with the team he had in Miami. And, yeah, we're going about the decision and all this, how he went about it. But let me tell you this right now. Everybody want to say all is forgiven because Cleveland won a ring in 2016. And it was just like he was just like, oh shit, he can just go go on wherever he wanted to. He can go to uh, he can go to uh, fucking wherever he he can even go to fucking Milwaukee and all that stuff. But the fact that people tried to disrespect him by saying he wanted to go to Miami, and I'm just like, shit. How many of y'all wouldn't have said the same thing if 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 you got tired of just settling for hey? I don't want to go. I'm getting tired of settling for mediocrity. If you're not going to build a team around me, I'm going to leave. Shit. Even why do you think MJ was able to stay around? Why do you think Kobe was able to stay around? They had support. LeBron and all that stuff was. It was just like the fact. But out of this, like I said, LeBron made what he had to do. Like shit. Like. Look look at the teams he had to work with. Besides that Miami team, LeBron just had to just say, fuck it, I'm going to just ball out and all that stuff. And But I ain't going to lie. LeBron, out of all those three, LeBron was going to make sure his people were straight. Now, even though he was a GM at times, he was going to make sure you were straight, though. 
But, I mean, like, MJ, come on, dog. You know better, man. You letting, you letting your people go out like that. You got... You can't let Scotty Pippen go out like a seven-year, $18 million deal. That's just highway robbery, dog. Like, come on, man. That's, that's brazy. Uh, that's beyond me. But when you look at it, I ain't going to lie. I would have loved to play with all of them. I would have rolled the bench in if I played with Jordan. But imagine this, though. Like, the fact, and I was, like, I was watching that last dance. Like, the fact that Jordan was playing golf with Danny Age, and then the other night, they hung. That nigga just went out and said, fuck you, I'm about to score regardless. I'm about to score regardless. I don't give a shit and all that stuff. Fuck your feelings and all that. Kobe was the same way, too. They both had that mama mentality. Why am I tripping? All I'm going to just say is this. If you playing 21 with them niggas, so, I think all I'm going to just say is this. If you playing 21, I would not be surprised if someone throws some hands. Well, nah, nah. nah. Some, nah I'm going to just say is this, though. If someone throws some hands and someone does that shit, I would not be surprised, though. Like, I'm not capping on this point. Like, at the end of the day, all these men are going to be respected. But at this point, records are meant to be broken. All this shit is going to happen. All I'm going to just say is this. I stand by my list. I said what I said. Pay respect to these men, to their legacies. Yeah, we're going to say, oh, every Styles. It, hell, look at the NBA nowadays. We don't know what would have happened if these players, like if MJ would have played. All I can say is this. You can adapt. You can do all this shit. Like, I see people on Twitter, these fan pages, everybody talking about, oh, oh, shit. Niggas was really playing against that. What was you going to do back then? Like, you was going to do some shit. Shut the fuck up. All I'm going to just say is this. We know that's my opinion. At the end of the day, these men, we're going to ball out. And I honestly want to ask myself this. I wish LeBron would get would have got coached by Phil Jackson or at least a good coach, someone better than Eric Spolstra and all that stuff. But... I mean, shit, what you expect? I want to see what he's going to do with Frank Vogel in L.A. if the NBA comes back, though. But, well, no. I really want to see LeBron make his playoff debut in in the West and all that. But will we ever know? No. I hope we get to see him. So, after this, all I'm going to say is this this is Travis Ross signing out. Trill Salsa Special. I'm going to cover something mysterious next week. I'm going to keep it anonymous, y'all. Stay blessed. Keep it base. This is Trill Sauce Sign. Now, y'all have a good one.